Welcome to the Three Knobs podcast, the first episode where three knobs talk about cars. Um, I'm the first knob, Shivan. Um, I'm Harrison, the second knob. Um, I think I'm super into Shivan, though. Yeah, I'm the third knob and I'm Lucas, and essentially all of my opinions are wrong in the eyes of the other two knobs. And that means, like, based on democracy, which is what we live in, that means you are politically wrong completely. Surely. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Okay, yeah, so we... opinions are just factually incorrect. Yeah, like... We're getting I'm on sure. some factually incorrect opinions. I want to talk about Le Mans, which just happened last weekend. Okay. okay. So, as, as we all know, Ferrari won the 100th Le Mans, uh, probably one of the best achievements they've had recently. Only but because really Toyota hit a squirrel. Exactly. I don't think that win was entirely deserved, in my opinion. Because, I mean, if we look at it, throughout the whole WC Endurance series, Toyota has just been absolutely dominating. They're essentially like Red Bull in F1. So I don't particularly think that Ferrari's win, yes, it, it was lucky, but I don't think it was justified. So, Harry, you don't, you haven't watched it, have you? I haven't, no. no. Nor I'm, have I, but from, from what I've gathered, Ferrari won purely because Toyota were held up for four minutes because they hit a squirrel that was crossing the road. A squirrel? Yeah, so why did the I mean, squirrel cross the road? It's that age-old question. It was so that the Italians <laughs> would win. Like... Yeah, well, I mean... It's- well, as if motorsport recently hasn't had any sort of animal-related incidents. If you saw in uh, F1, literally this weekend, we had Gary the Groundhog in Canada running across the track as well. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, actually. Martin Brundle. He cut, his, like, one-liners are actually... They're, they're good sometimes, like... They are. Yeah. I mean, he's, getting, he's getting respect as well, Brundle, recently. Yeah. His pit walks. Yeah. I have to say, in Miami I mean, last year, his pit walk was dreadful. Genuinely it dreadful. Really was. That was, was it Megan the Stallion that just walked? I think, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Something like that. I think but, it's F1's on the way up, to be honest. They've surging yeah. in popularity. There's not really. I mean, this season's bit, been a bit of a horror show, though, hasn't it? Like, there's been no momentum. Yeah. And it's been absolutely boring. The problem with this season is it's just one of those seasons of dominance again. The new yeah. era cars, yeah. they were meant to be made. That is even competition. We have to think from a realistic point of view. We're never going to get 2021 again, ever. Yeah. That was the chances of that happening were so slim. Like, it was ridiculous. And I think the other reason why F1's gaining in popularity but decreasing in popularity at the same time, if you get what I mean, is drive to survive. Like, Oh, That's 100%. bringing in so many new viewers, but it, at the same time, it's flushing out so many of the old viewers. So it's kind I mean, of yeah, keeping it fresh. It. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I think everyone watches it at this point. But yeah, I, I haven't watched problem... a single season of it. <laughs> Nor have I. Yeah, the problem with it that I have is it sort of dramatizes it to an extent which yeah. isn't really present in the actual motorsport. It makes it seem as if all of the drivers are fighting against each other. And yeah. what you sort of forget is quite a lot of these guys, they're just guys in their early, late 20s. They just, they want to have fun. They're not, it's not exactly a massive sort of rivalry between them. I, I want to see fan cars back. I cannot lie. I just want to see, I want to see 
almost a championship, like two F1 championships. I know this is completely unrealistic, but one where it's between the drivers and the other where it's like the manufacturers have to build the fastest car possible. So I don't care if it's got a million fans underneath the bottom of it and it's got six wheels and a quad turbocharged yeah, W16 okay, right. engine. I don't care. <laughs> I just want it to be... I, I want it to be wild because it's that kind of crazy side of F1, which is, I think, what's lacking well, now. You know, six-wheel cars are banned from F1 as well after they because they won one race. And going yeah. away from all that unrealistic thing, I'd say we get onto the main topic of today's podcast: realistic dream five-car garage. Okay, I, I'm going to stop you there because I just wanted to mention the new Grand Tour episode. Let's get all the controversy out the way. I didn't think it was that great. Um, I very much disagree with that. I I thought it was the best episode they've had. In it it was set in Poland. Is that a reason why you enjoyed it, Lucas? Yeah, definitely. I mean, myself being Polish, I, I enjoyed sort of all of the cultural references and just, I think, because what they do so well, which many people forget, is they actually involve you in the culture of the country that they visit. So, As a documentary... There was nothing better. Like this, I genuinely learned a lot from. That was good. Yeah, I, I think from um, like a cultural standpoint, it was definitely one of the most interesting specials. Mm. If you get yeah. what I mean. But in terms of entertainment itself, I, I think entertainment was lacking because I think they tried to force in like the Top Gear humor at times, yeah. and it just didn't connect well. So yeah. maybe they should just you know just walk away from Top Gear and that style and just. <laughs> I Try think they're trying to mind. cling on it's to some of those Yeah, it's not working. Yeah. Yeah. It's not working this one is, you could tell there were many stage sort of aspects of it. Yeah. Like, especially the ending scene, not meaning to spoil anything, but when you had that plane going along the runway for what seemed like <laughs> yeah. a million miles. I just, yeah. It was, yeah. the thing is, it was so, it was so anticlimactic. Like, it built to nothing. Yeah. It I, really it built to nothing. And, it would have been better if just James had not got onto the plane. I was hoping yeah. it was a bit like they did a challenge on the early series of Top Gear where they pushed planes in front of the jets of a Boeing 747. I was hoping yeah. James's little uh, Mosley or whatever it was just started rolling down the runway because of the jets of the plane. I just found the jet that. wash, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's just... Yep, go on. There's just so many aspects of it which I would say weren't as well sort of coordinated yeah. as the old ones as well. Like with James missing all of the sort of attractions and stuff like that. It's just yeah. it's lacking that genuine feel that it always had. I'd have loved to also, hear one of J- James's lectures on the tunnel that was built. Like, that would have been... I think the main reason why like it's lacking that top, top gear side of things is because of like then not being that strict budget because with Top Gear it was all about you know buying a car for like two grand or three grand and then it, it would be a shitbox but they get to know they'd have a relationship with the car and that thing that relationship doesn't exist in the Grand Tour either. I mean, eighteen grand was it or something? Yeah, it's eighteen and a half grand for that Chevy. It's, it's and then stupid. eleven grand for the Crosley as well. That is just, I, I mean, I get the used car prices now are yeah. through the roof, but. Still, there should be some <laughs> That's Okay, but question for you, Nobs. Which which one of the three cars, or which one of all of the cars that were featured, because they featured stuff like the, the Praga Behemoth, the Air Car, out of all the cars featured on the show, which one would you have? I think it would be Skoda for me. 
Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, it was amazing. I would probably... It was only shown for a few seconds or so, but there was um, this Skoda sort of rally car shown, and you know, I'm just... I love oh, okay. so, Always rallying with you, Lucas. Yeah, so just... I think that for me was my personal favourite. None of the actual cars which they use, not the Lesaid or anything like that, it's just... Oh, yeah. come on! The Mitsuoka Lesaid, that was just oozing flamboyance. That was... <laughs> it was that an was old just... mission, It's an old mission. Oh, I think you're, you're playing too much into Clarkson's belief. Nah. Seriously, if Cardi B was around in the early 2000s, that is the car she would want to be seen in, because it was just in your face. Especially with a candle. I, I think it uses Hitler. Like... Oh, yeah, it was, it was Hitler's car, wasn't it? The SSK. It was yeah. Inspired yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. Right. So before we start going down this whole Hitler route, should we then move on to the, the main topic for today? Or do we have anything else we want to cover? Um, yeah, sure. I, mean, I thought you'd like talking about Hitler, but okay. Um, <laughs> Alright, who, who wants to go first? Right, to make it clear for the uh, two listeners we have out there, which are probably <laughs> my mum and uh, someone else. Um, They've probably turned it off by now. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, we've got five different car categories that we need to fill. Um, first of all, the total garage value has to amount to £500,000 or less. Um, which is probably, I don't know what it is in dollars, just do the conversion thingy on Google. 850000 I think, probably. Yeah, probably. Somewhere around that. there. Yeah, and we, we've got our five cars, um, a daily driver, uh, a weekend blaster, a track car, a classic car, and one fifth car, which can be anything that we want, a project car, another track car, anything that we want. Um... Anything that I've missed there, lads? Or? I think um, so. I'd... No. Can we start off by talking about the classic cars? Because this is the one that I'm looking most forward to. So for me, I've chosen um, a Fassel Vega 2. So it's a very little known okay. car. Yeah, give give Harry a moment here to just open up Google. Um, uh, meanwhile, I know this car because of you and Chris Harris, two people who seem to adore the car and two people who are wrong. So continue. Okay, so what it essentially is, is it's a French... I mean, f starting off by saying it's French isn't probably the best thing to say about it, but it's a, it's essentially, I'd say, one of the best luxury cars ever to come out of Europe. So it's very sort of... I don't know how to say it. It's Chevrolet-esque. It's got a massive um, block V8 in it, big block V8, and it still oh manages God. to sort of exuberate all of that elegance. It's, and, we were just talking it, about the Mitsuoka. It is a Lesaid, <laughs> but French, so therefore worse. And, and But from the 60s, for me, I just think, because if you're going for a classic car, you know it's going to be rubbish. You know it's going to struggle to run. You're not going to be able to drive it daily. It's loud, it's noisy, it's smelly. So why not go for something completely insane, completely bonkers? That's why I went for the Fessel Vega. How, I mean, how much do they go for nowadays, Lucas? 120 or so, we can get a not-so-good one for 100. But I think, considering classic cars, I, I, I'd go for one of those. See, see, mine you can get for about half that, which is, and I, and I, do, I am Porsche, proud of this, I'm, I'm so proud of this, guys. It is not a Porsche, for all of you out there 
you know that, that's a start that's a start yeah it's a start right okay it is <clears throat> a series one jaguar e-type coupe oh, okay. yeah. i mean you yeah, can't that's argue good. with that's that good. that's good that's good it's yeah. it's timeless like it's so desperately beautiful i would have preferred a roadster but series one roadsters are 130 140k and that's definitely blowing my budget um, you could get a series two roadster but it just it isn't a series one it's not the same desirable. yeah 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 I, I don't think i've given mine enough thoughts now i think about it because after hearing yeah i i don't think i have because after hearing lucas's ridiculous one and um completely forgetting the e-type uh i might regret my decision and i chose the three to csr yeah the batmobile um, you can't go wrong with that. I, no, I no, no, you that. can't. You can't. But no, 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 you can't. But the thing is, I would have chosen that as my own car, like my the car that not in any is either a track, yeah, yeah not in any category. Um, but yeah, I chose to really CSR because one, it's t- it's timeless. Um, like not not to the same extent as the E-Type, but it, it's got a beautiful silhouette. It's a great racing car. It's I mean, I'd say I, I would date it. I would definitely date it. But obviously, it's a classic car. I think it's got a carburetor, uh, uh, carburetor so it probably break down. Okay, let's look, look, look. I kind of define this classic car idea as something that you'd basically, as Lucas said, they're basically just old farts. They're not going to work yeah. properly. You're going to want something that looks great. Now, it pains me to admit it. The Fasol Vega is a great looking car. Undoubtedly, the, C- the Series 1 E-Type, fantastic looking. The 3-litre CSL, surely oh, you can save a, a bit of cash no, and no, just no, go for the regular no, 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 E-9. No, no, no. The regular okay. E-9 is just as good looking. No. <laughs> I think we need to meet him after that no. statement. I mean, no. I, How? I, I'd say the 3 to CSL is Agreed, it looks great, but if it's just something you want to look at, surely the E-9 just does the same job. But I'd argue this one's even more flamboyant. If you look at it, the massive rear wing. I mean, yeah. it's called oh. the Batmobile for a reason because of how crazy it looks. The rear wing, just... the rear wing suits a Lamborghini Countach because the Countach was pure flamboyance. The E9 does not suit a big rear wing. It just doesn't. It. No, but it doesn't look too flamboyant though. It it, it still looks stylish. It still look, it looks subtle. Like it, it's massive, but it, at the same time, it looks kind of subtle. So it's not flamboyant, that flamboyant. But it's not subtle either. Don't get me wrong. It's... I I love the car. Okay, it's it's just not my choice. And also, I know you've got quite a few BMWs on that list. Um, I do. Yeah. yeah. I do. Um, anything else you want to add to our classics, then, lads? Um, Not really. I mean, no. once I again, think I think I think mine's very best. Good choices. I, I might have I think to say the Chevy's Sh- Sh- is definitely the best. Like e- oh, Series okay. One, e- how can you forget a, an yeah, E-Type Jack? Uh, yeah, that, that's a howler for me. I, I, yeah. I'd actually go with Harry, in my opinion. Is, I, is I, no, I would have chosen as my own category. Yeah, I, I suppose so. Fine. Um, what category do you think we should do next? Lucas, you're, you're, you went first last time. I'll let you go first again. Why don't you do your daily? Okay, daily, this is going to come as no surprise probably to both of you. I went for a Subaru Impreza WRX STI, the Mean Eye oh generation. God. So that that's the first Subaru Impreza WRX there was. Not the, the 22B. Mean Eye, did you say? 
called the mean eye. Yeah, that's the eye. It's just the vertical one. It's the early 2000s one, the first ever generation. Oh, oh, yeah, the, the vertical one, Harry. Yeah, we 100% know what that is. Just, they all look the same to yeah. Like, tell me a year. I mean, what year is it? If you just search up 22B, you'll get the exact same one that I'm talking oh, about. Oh, it's the 22B version. Mm-hmm. Okay, Harry, how do we explain this, Lucas? You can't daily a Subaru Impreza. You definitely can. I mean, it's a common misconception that, yes, they blow the head gasket all the time. Yes, they're not that reliable, but I mean... It's still got all the things you need for a daily. No, no, no. Those aren't the only two things wrong with it. I know we're the three knobs podcast, but that car genuinely makes you look like a knob, like a proper big knob. That's Braun problem. (laughs) Clarkson said it many times. You're a chab if you drive on. You're indecent. It's uncomfortable. It's not got very much tech. It's probably not that safe, which is fine because it's you in the car. So if anything happens, it's not a big (laughs) loss at the end of the day. So I... I don't see why anyone in their right mind would want to literally live with that car day to day, go to work, go to the shops in a Subaru. Because the thing is, you don't want to have a plain and boring daily. Yes, you could argue like an RS6 is a great daily, but I think it's just about that emotion and that feel that you get given in an impressor. Because, I mean, yes, as you go along, everyone thinks you're an absolute knob. Everyone hates the noise it makes. Everyone hates the rear spoiler, the fact that you could probably hang your washing on it. But I think that's what makes it so great. It's an outrageous car that you can still use in your day-to-day life. So basically, you want to be different, stand out, and yeah, you don't have to yeah. do much for that. You're already a standout <laughs> individual. But um, I, I, I don't don't, I've got one genuine point to make about that, which is if you've got a really special and nice car to drive as a as a daily driver, which no one else agrees with, but let's say in your little messed-up world, that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> surely that would make the rest of your cars in your garage less special to drive because you already drive something on a day-to-day basis that's already really special i mean you could probably argue that but what i'd say is if you look at probably the cars that i've chosen all of them have that sort of extravagant nature to them they're all chavy nature they, they... <laughs> i wouldn't say chavy i'd say that Flamboyant and exuberant. What what colour would you get it in, Lucas? Oh, it's obviously got to be blue with the gold wheels. I know. Okay. He's touched a bit at that. Yeah. Um, uh, wait, what I've about got to say, there is something Subaru about there. a blue with gold wheel Subaru that is nice. There is just... Wait, which Subaru? Uh, just any Subaru. Wait, sorry, which one? Bug Eye. I mean, Bug Eye is great, but... If you're going to go for a bug eye, go for a Hawkeye instead, because they're essentially the same car, but the Hawkeye is just an upgraded version of it. Hawkeye, yeah, Blood Eye, Red Eye. <laughs> bug Eye, Shivan. Okay. Bug Eye, I don't know. Just loads of eyes. <laughs> loads of eyes. I, I, one, one thing about the Impreza, which I'll always remember, is the Jeremy Clarkson Farm Corner from Grand Tour. That was oh, fantastic. Yeah. That was just yeah, I I, I do love that, but then yours is the and he he looked like a total knob as well, so he did. Suits the agenda. I wonder also, if we could get him as a fourth knob. <laughs> not a chance. Not not a chance. But the one thing that I would say is great about it is probably the history behind the twenty two B. It's the first Impreza. It's the one that Colin McRae won in. It's I don't know. To me, that makes it just so special. The fact you're dailying a car that it's I mean, won the championship. Look, before I get wound up too much, before we move on, uh, sorry, before I get whatever, I'm going to tell you my daily, which is what I think is the best value 
in its class. I don't think for this if kind you of say money, a Porsche Macan, for what you want, uh, it's nice, the it's best be car you can get, and it is not a Porsche Macan. A 911, is it a 911? Actually, for those of you who, who are wondering why we're saying it's not a Porsche Macan, plug in, guys. Check out the Shizzy P YouTube channel. You'll find out a lot of juicy McCann content there, which is actually really interesting. But no, and actually, neither of you, once again, will be able to fault my car, because Lucas, this is very close to what you have, and likewise with you, Harry, it is a BMW M340i Touring. Okay, yeah. That, that's, what generation are we talking? A modern one, or...? Well, yeah, it would be a, the latest generation, but the pre-facelift model. That's crucial. Yeah, okay, I don't I like the LCI version. I just think the front bumpers and rear bumper, and I don't like that curved screen. It's way too Mercedes. So I'd get a pre, uh, pre facelift version. Doesn't matter how many miles. Just give me driver assistance. Package, like, yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I would uh, yeah, blue, white interior, sunroof, and fantastic. The main car. question that I'd have for you is. If you're going to go for a 340i, why not go for an Alpina instead? That, and that's where my daily comes into play. Oh, yeah, go on. I, I've got uh, one, uh, one really good uh, point about this, Harry, so go on. Tell us. I've gone for a B5. Alpina B5. Perfect. Car. Touring. Yeah. Racing Green. Just... Racing Green. Yeah. Perfect. I don't think anything could beat that. Look, that is way better than my M340i, which, by the way, I've factored in, for those of you wondering at home, it's it's um, £40,000 for a relatively decent pre-facelift M340i in the latest shape. Harry, how much is a, an Alpina B5? Actually, Lucas, do you know how much a, an Alpina B5 is brand new? I, I believe it is. Because I've, I've gone second-hand for my daily driver. I know Harry's gone I believe it brand is, new. I believe it is over 100k in this economic it's around wow that's a lot harry can you give me the specific figure it's around um, 150k 150,000 mm. pounds i might have gone over the budget um but you know it's only an extra 50 or 100k oh, yeah. that, yeah, only does it really matter 150 harry you do realize the minute you drive that B5 Touring out of the showroom, it will be worth £50,000. Yes, yep. but if I'm going for a 500k garage, surely I have the facilities, you know, to allow some room for depreciation. But it's, it's also too big. 3 Series yeah. is perfect for a daily driver, but 5 Series I mean, is I would argue. Big. I mean, it depends. Like, if you're coming from an India family, your family eats a lot, um, a lot of oil, a lot of fat, so they're going to be a big people, so... I think a 5 Series would be adequate for people of that size. Yeah, I mean, coming from my experience, my dad daily is a 3 Series, so I I don't see the need for anything bigger than a 3 Series, but definitely, because I come from a small family, only three people, if you've got anything more than three or four, definitely a 5 Series is worth it. I mean, it's just... I'd say if you, if you wanted great. that... If you wanted that extra space, I'd say just go for something like a Porsche Macan S, I think. <laughs> well, I, I'd say okay, right. Porsche Macan S is probably... I think we should just completely... We should ban the word Macan from any yeah. of these podcasts. Okay. The word Macan is banned on this podcast. Okay. Um, B5, like... You, you said green, right? Because Alpina, you have to get it in green. Yeah. I saw it I saw a yellow so. Alpina B4. You know, the Grand yeah. Coupe new yeah. one for like 120 grand and it was yellow and no i just one's buying that. No one's buying that. but no one's buying that 
Yeah, I mean, it's a solid choice. I personally prefer the M340 Touring. Because you're a knob? Uh, yeah. No, 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 I'm not a knob in comparison to Lucas here. Okay, let's be yeah, no, I'd actually side with Lucas so far on his choices. What? Other than the, other than the classic. I'd side with, my, I'd Hang side on. with myself. You, on would, one, you would have an Impreza sexually transmitted no, 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 compared to yours, over compared an M340i touring. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I, I'd agree. I would, have an, I would have a 22B any day of the week. The thing yeah, is, you so, can't get 22B for less than £250,000. I, I mean, but a WRX. The only thing the question is like whether you're living on a rally course or something like that because <laughs> I don't see the need for um, yeah, just an Impreza. Four-wheel drive, I mean. But then you could argue in something like a BMW 340i, why do you need the four-litre engine? Why not just settle for the two-litre? It's because you want that little bit of, a little bit extra, a little bit of spice. No, I, I would say... I'd have the bigger engine purely because that engine in itself, I would get it just for what it represents. The B58 engine is one of, it's if amazing. not the best modern yeah. engine. After the Audi RS 2.9 liter, which is found in the small German SUV made by Porsche. Other than that, I cannot think of a better engine than the B58. Okay, yeah, the B58 is really good. Yeah, so uh, track car segment now I think is good. Lucas, would you like to go okay. ahead? I'm going to go ahead, and I know straight away this is going to be another controversial car. Oh, no. I'm go for, I've gone for a first-gen NSX. Oh, okay. Okay. No, not oh, okay. You know, this is a track no. car segment. Okay. Tracking. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. He could have chosen another Super. <laughs> Well, I mean, the thing is about... The... Harry, they're both Japanese. Yeah. They're basically the same thing. No, I mean, the NSX. What I love about the NSX, so it... Yes, it's not probably the fastest car you could have chose for a track car, but it's a mid-engine. It's essentially a miniature Ferrari. In my, uh, that's how I'd put it. And I just think it'll be so much fun just, just to drive it, just to enjoy it. It's Look, no, it's... It handles great. I mean, Ayrton Senna helped develop the chassis, if I'm correct, right? Yep, Ayrton Senna helped develop it. I'm always correct. I should never doubt myself. But anyway, it's NSX, great handling car. And if you said that as your weekend car, which we haven't done yet, but if you were to say that, I'd be like, yeah, okay, sounds good. This is a track car. It's got less than 300 horsepower. It's not probably... It's going to... It's going to be fun, but if you're going to want to slide or something like that, it's probably not going to be the best bet. Yeah. Well, what I would say is, you might as well, because it's not all about speed and power. But you want a car that you'll have fun in. I'd argue that probably an MX-5 could easily be a, an amazing track car as well. Okay, let's not keep it as NSX. The bar's already low. Yeah. Don't want to don't want to go any lower. Okay, Harry, your thoughts on the NSX first gen? Um, I love the NSX, it's quirky, and I love its looks, and um, I mean the new NSX is a bit, yeah, it's a bit crap. debatable, but yeah. I yeah, think um, there was a time when they would go for about 80 grand, the new shape NSX, and I think that was a bargain, like, they, they were brilliant, now they're back up to 120 yeah. or something, but... But, no, I, I do like the old NSX, um, uh, de- uh, definitely its looks as well, um, but definitely not as a track car, not as a track car. Yeah. 
I, I can argue. I can see why you think that, but for me, actually, even if you I said a Kami car, because stanced first gen NSX, they are awesome. Yeah, I mean the Rocket Bunny kit on is amazing. So I would, because of the money that I'd have left over, I'd probably put some sort of kit on it just to make it even more sort of. Said, around that. 70 grand first gens? Uh, anywhere between 50 and 150. So you, let's say you go on for 100. You, you know, if you want someone like you would probably pick up a dog of a first gen NSX. You'd probably get an automatic yeah. and then a manual yeah. convert it or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably would, but I would just... Because I have enough money left over from the end of my budget, I would definitely put some kit in it or something, just make it even more sort of fun to drive around, and even possible to slide around. Fair enough. Well, Fair. I've, I've gone for a 997 GT3. Uh, okay, can I, because can I, I saw you messaged me this, am I allowed to bring out super nerdy Shivam for like one second? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dot one or dot two? Dot two. Dot two? Good. Club sport or not club sport? I could not give less of a damn. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, yeah, uh, continue. Um, yeah, the 997 is my favourite version of the 911. And the GT3 is just an amazing car. It's, in my opinion, a perfect track car. I mean, I would have preferred a GT2 RS, but those are just out of hand in terms of. Why not go for a GT3 RS? Um, I think the GT2 RS is just a bit more raw, isn't it? Better handling. Yeah, but yeah. Even a GT3 RS, or probably for the same amount of money, you could go for a GT4 RS. A set, uh, no, 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 no. There's no GT4 RS. No. I, GT4 RS is like, what, 250k in the second hand market? Yeah, so, well, if you got it first hand. Yes, yeah, you got it. First, no one got it first hand. Fifty people in the country got it first hand. Yeah. In the last two days, you saw two of those fifty people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you explain us the story behind how you saw two GT fours? Well, I mean, it's very simple. I, I went. I was on the bus home. I saw this brightly yellow coloured car, and I just got off the bus. I saw it, took a picture of it, thought, "Ooh, that's a nice GT four RS." Had no clue it was one in fifty. The next day, basically, I'd say about. 200 meters away from when I saw the first one walking along. Ooh, oh, that's a silver version of the same car I saw yesterday. No clue how I managed that, but I've seen 4% of the country's GT4S. And, and they were both Vizac packs, and I don't think all 50 are even in the UK yet, so that's just yeah, insane. It's, it's insane. That's. I mean. I'd be lying if I'm saying I'm not incredibly jealous of you. Like, yeah, I. I don't blame you, to be honest. I'm completely surprised by that as well. But anyway, we're moving away from the main subject here. Shivam, can we get on to your track car? Right. I am correcting the wrongs of Harry, because my problem with your car is I absolutely, I completely agree. I was once asked, what's my favourite 911, if I were to take it? And at that time, I said 997.2 GT3, Club Sport. But for a track car, I wouldn't say that, purely because... You guys know Joe Achilles? Yes. Right. Of course he did. He recently made a video in his M2 competition, which he spent all of last year building up to be a track oh, car. Yeah. His first track day on a test lap. Like, this is, I think, his second lap in. It wasn't even a proper flat out. He's going down the main straight, 
from fourth, ready to go into fifth, changed into third, boom. Whole car needs a full rebuild. And for that, I'm scared of, I, I'd just be scared of taking a manual on the track because you'd get so engrossed into it. One wrong gear change would completely ruin it. So I would want something with a flappy paddle gearbox. And the only uh, the only GT3 generation that has that is the one after, 991. And, like Lucas said, I'd go for an RS. So I, I said a 991.1 GT3 RS. You can pick them up for probably around how much 160k. I've, I've said, I've, I've given myself 160k and you'd definitely be able to get one. Bucket seats. Racing harness. Only I mean, only problem with that car, I would also say, is don't you think it's a bit too fast to truly enjoy, I'd say? You'd be I scared would, of it. No, I would say the I'm latest... I'm driving and crying at the same time. I'd say the latest 992, the one with all the mad wings, that's going a bit too far the other way. But, I mean, let, let, let me put it this way. Sir Lord Jeremy Clarkson, whom we all respect and love deeply, once reviewed the BMW M4 GTS, a turd, and put it against a 991.1 GT3 RS, and he hates 911s, and even he had to come to the conclusion that if it weren't for Richard Hammond, the 991 would absolutely be amazing and perfect as a track car. I do have to say, though, I I think I am going to side with Harry again on this one. Look, either way, I'd be happy with either Harry or mine. I would only say mine, just because it's slightly newer. I kind of prefer the engine mm. in it, and it's 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 like got the panel shift gearbox, which is what I'd want from a track car. I think I think the engine in the nine one one is definitely better, but I just prefer the looks of the nine nine seven. It gives me more of a Porsche, uh, yeah. you know, like that innate Porsche feel. Whereas the nine nine one looks overly modernized, and I just don't like it. Fair, fair enough. Actually, I've, I've got to say, what I'm surprised about is none of us chose something like a Caterham or a Radical. We all chose road cars, like cars built for the road and then converted for track use. We weren't being lost for us. Exactly, yeah, we, we were, we're not living up to our name. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're not. We, I mean, where's, where's a, a Caterham with a, a LS2 V8 engine swap? Like, where's that gone? Like... <laughs> I, I've got to say, that's one where I'll say all three of our choices have been solid. Okay, well, now, yeah, maybe. So now I'd say moving on to weekend car. I know, Shem, you're not going to be able to disagree with this. I'm going for an Aston Martin DBS Superleggera. Love it. Absolutely. I love the DBS Superleggera. Yeah, I've good. got a very similar car, not as uh, my weekend, uh, weekend car. This is my own car, but... I love, love, love the DBS Superleggera. Absolutely brilliant. Superleggera is just one of those cars you can imagine yourself just driving around so much. It's just, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it gives off such sort of, I don't say, but elegance again. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Aston Martin pretty much stands for elegance at this point. Although nowadays um, they live on the legacy of James Bond and oversized grills. But you know what, I, don't, I genuinely don't care. Because right, if you pull up to a party in a Lamborghini, you look like one of us. You look like a knob, right? Yeah. Same with the Ferrari. But if you pull up in a V12, it's just... 
Aston Martin. Yeah, and also, they are stylish, but not showy offy. Continue. Yeah. And also, what I'd say is, it's so easy to drive as well. It's got that ZF gearbox, which we all know is probably one of the best gearboxes for that car. It's just an amazing. It's just, <laughs> it's just an amazing touring car, and I don't think like the like quad exhaust as well. I just think you can't really beat it. Yeah, I um, I'd I'd agree with that. What what spec? What kind of spec would you get it in? Sunset orange. It's brown. No. no. Sunset orange. Oh, I mean, it's also sunburst orange, by the way. Oh. Oh my bad. Um. Yeah, but I'm colorblind, so for me, it's, it looks nice. But I guess for the rest of you, it looks please, please a bit... tell me. Please tell me. A go silver wheels, and B not a black interior. Actually, with sunburst orange, probably black's the only one that goes. Black, in, black interior, silver wheels. That's I guess you um, cream. Yeah? yeah, you could. Yeah, no, no, look, that is your first choice, Luke, is where I fully approve. Yeah. I completely approve. But... I mean, um, if I had a bit more money, I'd probably go for this DBS 770 with just a lot I, more I lot like more the DBS 770, but I don't like the wheels, because they're from the Aston Martin Victor, and I just think they're too complicated. So I, I'd stick with Superleggera. Yeah, I mean, I suppose so, but... For me, I just think if you're going to go all the way, why not just go all the way? Fair enough. Fair enough. Mine's quite um, different. Harry, would you like to go first, or shall I go? Um, no, 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 uh, you can go first. Fine. My, mine's different. You see, I've not taken the GT approach for my weekend car. I've gone for something slightly more hands-on. See, what I'm missing from my garage is I've not got a V8, I've not got a mid-engine car, and I've not got a convertible. So why not mash them all together and get a Ferrari F430 Spider with a gated manual gearbox. Just no. Uh, just yes. First of all, I have driven an F430 Spider, not with a manual, with the F1 gearbox, and I must say, it's brilliant. But with the manual, it's transformed. Like, it, I've given myself 120k because manuals are a good 30 to 40k more than a, an f1 gearbox at least but it's i mean what i would say is people just it's sort of got it's been put up onto a stall which it doesn't really belong and people are saying oh it's one of the best last v8 manuals that ferrari's ever made and i just think people are sort of valuing it too much for what it is i disagree i disagree i disagree I think the 430 is an amazing car. The 458, in my opinion, is better. Yeah. But the 430 is still a great car. And the noise it makes is just, like, wonderful. 100% I'm with you. 458 is a better car. You could argue 488 is a better car than 458, but 458 um, is definitely better than F430. 458 is way better. You can't get a manual in a 458. Yeah, that, that's the only thing. Yeah. And I think F430 as a convertible with the roof down looks better than the coupe. And what, you, what I'm wondering is, why not go for a Scuderia Spider? Scuderia Pertas, have you seen how much they are? They it's blown my oh, whole budget completely. And I I also thought of the three five five. Yeah, which good, yeah. which I think we all love the three five five. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but I I 
I didn't go for that purely because I think I, just for who I am, I just think I would prefer something that's slightly more modern and therefore slightly more crisp. So I'd go for that. Oh. I'd go for the classic Rosso Corsa and the cream yeah, leather yeah. interior. Ah. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I've got two options. I, I'm not sure. I, I've got I've got the GT version, and I've got the more hands-on approach. So for the more hands-on approach, you can't go wrong with the new 46 M3 CS stuff. You just can't. Okay, fine. Yeah, you can't. Fine. For the GT, I've gone with an 850 CSI. Again, oh, yeah. an amazing car. It's just beautiful. Oh, okay, no, go I for the equal to see one of... no, That's the thing. Maybe the track car becomes... Maybe the track car becomes the E46. No, you need a Porsche. You are, keeping, you are the keeping the Porsche, Harry. You're not getting rid of the Porsche. But the 850 would just be too sloppy around the corners and stuff. Um, you want something. B-Road Blaster. Yeah, E46 that, CS. That's, that's a good that's brilliant. Point. That is, uh, but like the I mean, 850 CSI also has one of the best engines ever made. I ever known I'd say that. to man. Yeah. Like, it's the same in the McLaren F1, correct? Exactly, yeah. That, that's yeah. why it's amazing. Yeah. It's a, just an amazing V12. I mean, it's amazing. Harry, it's correct amazing. me if I'm wrong, you don't have any V12 cars in your garage yet, do you? No, I don't. And this would be the first. Yeah. Exactly. So just go for the V12. Yeah. It also looks. Amazing. Then Harry, Amazing. Harry, you love the E4. I feel like with the Lucas style, like the two voices in Harry's head, like debating, go for this, no. <laughs> um, I, I do love the E46. Alright, make it's a decision. Gun to voice. your head. You've got to take uh, one. That's going to be your... Gun to my head. CSL. Around the CSL. CSL. CSL, right? CSL, yeah. See, I, I just oh. think... No, I, I love the CSI. I completely do and as a gt car i think it's brilliant but i think if you want a special bureau blaster i just think the csl does it better yeah i mean the G the the csi is something you take on a road trip to italy yeah but if you're on a b-road i think it's a csl yeah uh, i just associate weekend cars with that sort of italian coastline driving and that's why i think yeah. the dus yeah. fair enough yeah. i associated it with Oh, I've not got anything to do. I'm gonna go. I don't know to the, <laughs> to the nearest B road and drive like an absolute knob and put the roof down, disturb all the neighbours, and just. So that's why I've gone for an F430. Three very different choices, and yet I can't say any of them are actually wrong. Yeah, I mean, in this that, scenario, between you two, yet again, I'd probably go. I'd go for the 850, but I mean, that's not a choice. So in this case, I'd yeah. go for the F430. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, I, literally, I, this, is, like, this is the first one where if any of, our, any of your choices were given to me, I'd be completely fine. I think that would be fine. All right. We, we've gone, we've come to our choice, final category, which is the free-for-all. My next choice for this one, this is not going to please any of you at all, but just given the budget, I've chosen... Wait, how much have you got left? I've only got left about, I'd say, 40k. 40k. Okay. Oh, okay. So I've gone for a Suzuki Carry Van Gen 1. First gen <laughs> Suzuki Carry Van. <laughs> what? No, you can't go for a Suzuki. No, I'm not going to allow uh, that. Okay, okay. first and so foremost, I'd just like to say, if you, if you have any internet facilities to you, search up 
Kevin Suzuki Caravan, Night Ride Kevin. It's, if you look at that car, it's an amazing Suzuki carry. Night Ride Kevin. I It's just, to me, that sort of car, I've got all I need left, so why not do one more final sort of <laughs> No reason? way. Uh, Night, Night Ride, do I need to search up, sorry? Night Ride uh, Kevin. I'll put it in chat, but... Kevin. That is okay. Yeah. It comes that up with... Gives very, it gives me very strong homeless vibes. Oh, I was yeah, doing I mean, Night Ride like Night Rider. My bad. That's why I was just coming up with Kamaras the whole time. Night Ride, Kevin. Oh, God. Lucas, no. Yeah, it's... Uh... You've got £40,000. At least get yourself a project car or something. Not this. I can just see Hammond, you know, rolling over his, uh, what was it? It was, uh, it was, um... It was a Suzuki as well. Uh, yeah, it was a Suzuki. You know it took him ten tries to try and roll it over? Awesome. Well, I, I reckon Lucas will do it on the first go. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. This, this car is absolutely stupid, and if you just... I well, know what you would it be? Would it be like a project car, a classic car? What project kind of car. Definitely project. a project car. Project car, just try and slam what it as do fast do as it? possible. Slam it, paint it, make it look nice. Put as many sorts of bumper things as you can find. A rear wing from like a, I'd say an EG Civic would look great on that. Just make six, it six kilometer crazy. wheel spaces, I presume as well, and camber that makes it go the other way completely. Yeah, make it make it look like a spaceship. Just absolutely destroy Maybe it. Maybe stabilizers think, on the side. Yes, yeah, stabilizers of anything just to make it look insane. I know I'm not going to win this category at it's all. Like, so it's I'd like say... you want to remain a virgin for the rest of your life. Wow. Shim, <laughs> that's very think... strong coming from you. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Says the one who's just been talking about different types of Porsches for the past 20 minutes. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. The past 16 years of his life. So, yeah, so, so what, what have you chosen, Shivam, then? In all I... Your See, now, this is very similar to your previous choice. I haven't got a proper GT car, like a car which I'd be more than happy to go long distances on, other than my M340i, and I also haven't got a V12. So, Aston Martin DBS, not the Superleggera, the Casino Royale era, so the, like, 2007 kind of model, and I know they offered that in a manual, but I would go for the six-speed ZF automatic. You see, ZF gearboxes are great, so I don't blame you. Right. But yeah, I can't disagree I, with this one. But I would say is, why not just go for the new gen? I don't have enough money left over. I've got about, like, £80,000. And for that, it was like, do I go for that? Do I be an idiot and go for a Shelby Cobra replica? Or or do I put my sensible hats on and get one of these? And funny story about one of these, I was uh, walking home from um, the bus one night, and there was a guy in a DBS just like this, and I saw the brake lights come, and I'm like, he's about to start it up. So I pull out my phone, I press record, and then I think he saw me. So I quickly turn it off and put it back in my pocket and continue walking. Little did I know he was a nice guy, and he revved it up for me. So I haven't got it on video, but I just pinched myself because oh. I'm like, he started up, it revved up, and it was just the most beautiful sounding engine ever. And after that, I just fell in love with the car because I'm like, because for me, sound is really up there in terms of priorities. Like, if you look yeah. at the rest of mine, they all sound great. And I just think DBS just cuts it. It's got lovely, lovely design. 
Again, it's not a novice car. You can turn up to a party or something, and people will be like, "That is a cool dude." And... I don't. I don't like the new DBS. I think. Really? No, yeah, I mean that's I a common like... take. But I well, what have you like... done for Harry then? Um, well, I've okay. I'm calculating how much I have left, uh, and admittedly, it's not a lot. Uh, so I've chosen a 928 GTS. You just said you've not got a lot, and then you've just gone and told us an eighty thousand pound car, or something like that. Easy? No, it's not. It's not eighty grand. I checked no, nine to eight prices quite recently, and I shall do that right now. I'm doing that as well. And it's I not, promise no. you, a nine to eight GT is different, but a nine to eight GTS is nine to eight, like three and a half grand. Five grand. Okay. It's not oh, my bad. No, I was looking at one that has 1,200 miles on the clock. That's 90,000 miles. Yeah. Uh, a very exactly. high mileage and basically normal GTS goes for about 40,000 pounds. Is that what you think? Exactly. Right, okay. So I've been saved, okay. Yeah, I've got okay. scared there for a second. But yeah, a 928 GTS. Uh, is it because uh, of that, what Clarkson said when he was in it? Argentina, mm, is that what... That might have some influence, but also it's... It, <laughs> It's a great GT car, and I it, I like it. It's very quirky. It looks like a frog with its pop up headlights. But I just like that. I, I and you it. can rest and mod it. You can rest and mod it, and it will look even better because what? Um, did he? I yeah, agree. Um, rest no, and mod. Goodwood. Uh, do you not see the nine to eight at Goodwood? Yeah, they had yeah, that yeah, rest yeah, and yeah, mod. Um, the French one. I forgot the name of it. I didn't see it whilst I was there because I was too busy in <laughs> awe well, of the Lanzante P1 Spider. But yeah, no, it does look amazing. Yeah, I can't fault it. Auto or manual? Because I think they come in. Both. Um, the GCS. I don't think it comes in a manual, does it? Is it? I, I think it's just automatic. Oh, it might be. I, I think the GCS is automatic. Fine, and for as a that again. is a car which I can imagine me and my DBS, you and your nine to eight, Lucas down the side of a hill in his little Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> Going on a nice drive in the south of France. That is the dream. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd say that's more a weekend car in my my sort of. Ninety eight. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, still, I mean, I, I get it's a car, GT. I, yeah, I prefer I prefer the ninety eight. I think still as a car to um, Shivams. I just don't think I really? think ninety eight is probably a more unique choice than the DBS. The DBS is all the safe choice in this. I, I kind of can't fault that, but then for £80,000, what other V12 can you think of? Nice V12. The other thing was the, oh, and I, I, I love, 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 say, love, love. Oh yeah, go on, what were you going to say? I was going to say an 850 CSI. Yeah, but let's assume I'm normal. Let's assume I'm normal, right? Let's assume I am. The other one I was thinking of was Aston DB7, which I think is criminally underrated. Oh, DB7 yes. GT yeah. with the five-spoke alloys. V12. Yeah. V12. Or even because the Vantage, the DB7 Vantage, which was the Johnny English car, also had a V12. So even if I went for one yeah, of those, that's problem. way under budget. So I thought, DBS, why not go for the full daddy? I just say the DB7 looks a bit like a frog. No. Uh, DB7 looks... Uh, I think DB7... Looks better than DB9. Well, I disagree. No, immediately, I disagree. It was the DB9 is probably think... the best looking Aston Martin, other than right. DB5. Can we agree? DB11. Track, 
I, before we get too far off track, I'll just say, who do we think has the best five-car garage at this point? Uh, Nick is definitely not you. Yeah. Definitely not me. I can just... You know, I'm just going to remove myself. Look, it's it's kind of got to be me. I've got everything. I've got a faster state. I've got a V8. I've got a manual. I've got a nice classic. I've got a VTOB. I've got everything you want. I don't have a VTOB yet. That's the only I'm thing. Going, I'm going back and I'm going to say if Harry chose the 850 CSI, he'd yeah. have the best garage. But unfortunately, I have to Actually, say him currently. I would say if Harry... Harry, what was your daily? My daily um, was a B5. Oh, yeah. Piece of shit. Anyway, Great. if you if you had said I'm not going to go for the B5, I'm going to waste all my money on a high mileage E60 M5 estate. You see, okay, but I would not be able to daily that. I'd be a probably perhaps exactly. yearly, okay. you know, rather once a year before I spend fifty grand on Rod. No, no, no. So what I mean is, you've got a load of money. Spend it and essentially get the whole car rebuilt so it's like driving a brand new E60 V10. Okay, but you know how it's like driving a brand new E60 V10? Yeah. Guess how long that lasts for? Two miles. Not long. Then, then that's fine, I'll push you down the hill with Lucas and his Suzuki and then I'll continue driving in my right, DBS. Okay. Yeah, I'd, so I think the perfect way to end it is, I'd say ranking-wise, it goes... Shivam, Harry, and then me, I'd say a different tier down at the bottom. No, down the yeah. bottom of the hill with your Suzuki. Your Suzuki brought it yeah. down. <laughs> like, the yeah, rest of it, I, I can I sort of understand. Why didn't you just say something like, I could even, and despite my absolute hatred for Nissan Skylines and GTRs, I could kind of understand mm, if you nice. said something like an R34 GTT. Yeah. Mm, Suzuki's yeah, I mean, just a bit random. Suzuki ruined it, but what can I do? It's done now. Have you got anything German in there, Lucas? German? Uh... No. no. Wow. Is this like an age-old uh, agenda, Moses against the Germans? No, I, I, like, I like German cars. <laughs> I mean, I like German cars, but I just don't think... When you dream of cars, you don't dream of German cars. Hmm, fair enough. If you um, have a look I, at my search history, it's full of Porsche car configurators. I think that says it. And all. I think that's a that's I think that's a good place to end it at before you start getting off on a tangent. Okay. Um, yeah. About, uh, yeah uh, well, thank you for thank you. literally nobody listening. So thank you to ourselves, guys. We got through the first one. Um, <laughs> yeah, join us next week or whenever we make an, another podcast, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Adios. Thank you for watching, guys.